graduated who is passionate about other things other than academics and other social causes i feel like i have so much to learn from um from our guest today but i also feel like a lot of people would um find her story very inspirational because she's just cool like that and uh, yeah let's get to it karibu oh my god i just said karibu. Karibu. oh my god do you know it Gosh. It's Swahili. Oh, Sanae, you, you've been friends for oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, if I did not know Karibu, I don't yeah. think we'd be <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I'll be signing right now the contract that we're done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Karibu, welcome to the, the uh, What Did I Graduate Into podcast. Thank you for making the time. Oh, thanks, my dear. I'm happy to be here. Oh my God, I feel so like, wow. Like, you've been friends for so long, but this is so professional. So, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, like, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting one because like, I'm, I'm, I'm very chill because like, I'm very chill around you. So I'm like mm. trying to bring it together. But I also think it's going to have a good flow as well because we're like, you know, we've been friends like forever. We've shared what is this trips, those that we made it and those that we didn't. <laughs> okay. So please yeah, don't trigger me. You know, this is going to be an interesting one. Okay, so our guest today is Tenjiwe Phillips. Um, I, I, I usually forget your last one, and you never, you never care to remind me of the other one. No, it's okay. It's, it's, it's fine. Tenjiwe, Tenjiwe Phillips me, is good. You know, fire baby girl. Like, you don't need to worry about the others. Yes, Just, thank you. Come you know, perfection <laughs> and she is um by occupation is it is it right to assume that you're a lawyer you are a lawyer by profession okay so i've been that i've been <laughs> so i i have a law undergraduate degree yes and it's it's weird because this year especially like considering um the the work and volunteering I'm doing now, mm. a lot of people are like, oh, like when I'm introduced to certain teams or people, they said, oh, like, hey, welcome Tenji to the team. She's a lawyer. And I'm like, zip, zip. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I, I actually, like, I don't practice. Like, I don't, mm. I'm not a qualified lawyer. Like, I have an undergrad. I'm starting my master's this year. Yeah. And then I'm going to write the bar probably yeah. next year or the year yeah. after. So, I, you know, I, I can't, I don't have the, you know the the zoom zoom to go into a court and defend oh someone, someone because you're just very humble about the way you run your things <laughs> i mean i have done like on like i think four or five classes of law and i call myself and say my lawyer like <laughs> you, you are a lawyer you are a diplomat <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what i i that's why i admire you because you just because you actually own it, where I'm like, I don't know. Like, I could mm. be doing this for 10 years. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know, really. <laughs> so am I, am I really? Anyway, that is just the crack. Um, just we're, we're just getting to, like, crack open who Tenji is. Mm. But we're going to, like, get to know you more. She's, as I said, a multi-talented, multi-passionate uh, person. I wrote that on my notes for sure. So I had to say that. So we're going to have, like, a few quick questions to get to know you. One and a half minutes um, or two minutes. So, yeah. Where are you from, Tenji? I am from the beautiful Botswana. Yes. Uh, so you are a Motswana. I am a Motswana. I speak Sotswana. I love my Botswana. Oh my God. I love it. That is so curious. I wanted to do something like that because it's just so Tswana, Tswana, Tswana and the, and, and the whole thing. I wanted to do that. You beat me to the game. That was cool. Okay. And um, yeah. So what is your, um, what is this? Star sign, zodiac sign. Oh, so my moon is Virgo, my sun is Aquarius, oh. and my rising is an Aries. <laughs> Girl, oh I know this. God. I know this. Oh so basically, <laughs> the way I see it, I think my the sun. I mean, look, I, I'm this is this is fascinating to me, yeah. but. The sun is, you know, it symbolizes or attributes to your, I guess, 
superficial expression or your interactions with people. Yeah. So I guess Aquarians are deemed to be very like sociable, like butterflies, okay. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Which I, I guess like am. Um, and then yeah. Virgos are very, you know, intricate, articulate, mm-hmm. rational. Yeah. And I think that's what my brain does. Fun. And I feel like a lot of people know that. And that's what that's why we need to have more of you. We need to know these things, the depth uh, of tangible feelings. I think yeah. I think I have like an Aries sun as well. Is it sun mm. or something? Yeah, and Aquarius yeah. something else. I don't know what it was. And no, yeah, because we're like <laughs> we're also not that far apart. Like our birthdays are just like 13 days of us. Love that. And uh, your hobbies. Tell us your hobbies, your main hobbies, like main hobbies. Two, three, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna sound boring because I see it every time. Yeah. I love reading. Okay. I like I like reading a lot of different things. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm reading a book about octopuses because I watched. <laughs> <laughs> I really have since the pandemic, since Mr. Panoramic entered Jesus. the group. Yes. Just, I've just been like watching documentaries. Yes, and I watched yes. one about, it's called My Octopus Teacher. It's on Netflix. And I watched this in 2020, I believe. Okay. Or 2019. Yeah. And yeah, I just really like octopuses. Oh my God. Um, so that's, what I, that's, that's my, what I'm doing in my spare time. Yeah. I also like, Lovely. I like yoga. I've been practicing yoga with Adrian on YouTube. Oh. You too, you've been doing that too. Yes, yes, yes. Adrian is my girl. You're the one that put me on an Adrian. Ah, Adrian. Adrian is cool, isn't she? Did you do the challenge this year? Like, oh yeah, like so. I so the, there's the 30 day challenge, yeah, yeah the 31 yeah. day challenge. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing the same 31 day challenge for two months now. So Ooh, now <laughs> so it hurts. Let's yeah. just say I'm not doing it every day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still, but that's good. Oh, I love yoga. It's like a it's like a body massage, but by yourself. No, I, I love I love yoga. And the flow just you just feel the difference. At least I do. Like after I've done it, I feel the whole thing. So you love yoga, you love reading books. And what else? There's something that I'm I'm like. Okay, I like to dance. Oh my <laughs> god, like, yes. I like to dance. I like to pretend that I'm an I'm a piano DJ. I'm Yo, there we go. There we <laughs> go. I, that's, that's that's my uh, fantasy. So yes. every day I wake up and I just put on some I'm a piano and I no, pretend that's a reality. <laughs> that's a reality. Tenji was one of our DJs, our main major DJs, and she gave me my first half DJing experience. <laughs> Although I was not really allowed to fully participate, but I did participate. Oh my god! I remember that night so clearly. I I was, I mean, if I can swear, I was an asshole. (laughs) I was just like, so now I can't DJ. And then because I picked out the playlist, like, (laughs) I didn't even consult you. I was like, okay, this is the playlist. This is what we're going to do. And then you're like, okay, Tenji, let me do it. I'm like, no, no, no. You're not doing it. Thank you. Thank you very much for recognizing your sins against me. Sorry, I told you on the night. I apologize. Yeah, you did. You might have done you I was might have done. done. Anyway, it's fine. I at least had I, I promoted myself. Everyone, I'm DJing. I'm co-DJing with Tenji tonight. The way I've marketed you know, myself. <laughs> let's redeem. I'm yeah. going to redeem myself. So when we have this reunion, what what you yes. will be? DJing. Yes. I'm going to advertise. I'm going to Amen. Amen. There we go. Reunion in France, by the way. I don't know. I think they're deciding. Yo, I haven't been checking my email, so okay. you're probably right. <laughs> I think they're deciding between the Netherlands and France. I'm not too sure. They're coming. You should pass by from from da from da. Um, so it will be a surprise. Like, <laughs> I'll be the surprise. Right. You know. If you surprise me, I'll actually knock you out. <laughs> you should <laughs> not do this. <laughs> myself I, I will I will I will not I will not risk my own life for that <laughs> I'll, <laughs> let you know. I'll let you know so that means do you have a favorite uh, book genre because you love reading um honestly no like I think as a kid I <laughs> as a kid I liked fiction but mm-hmm. there's there's these um 
which these series books. So like, I think my favorite book as a kid was probably Knots and Crosses okay. by Mallory Blackman, okay. um, which I think is really dope. I haven't read it. Like I read it every now and again. So the last time I read it was 2018. Yeah. And it's basically, how, how do I describe it? Because it's not reverse racism. That's for okay. sure. Okay. But it's, it's basically, so Knots, uh, white people or black people and then Crosses, black people, I think. And it's just kind of, uh, positions of privilege oh. within like a racialized society reversed oh, okay. wow. um, so very interesting they also made a BBC document not documentary a BBC series on it a fictional oh, wow. BBC series what is it it's called? Okay. okay it's called Knots and Crosses what what Knots and Crosses ah Knots and Crosses curious for it I'll check on my Kindle that thing is a babe and <laughs> do you have a favorite uh, drink um i really like oh yes i love a rock shandy shandy which Any brand is, is it a spanish brand no i actually don't know i always just have it in botana it's, oh. it's probably just it's probably just soda <laughs> yeah hey, it's south african then yeah yeah, it's yeah it's south african yeah it's it's yeah i was i was confusing between where i saw it if it was spain or namibia i think it was namibia for sure okay it might have been it might be south africa fun and uh cold weather or hot weather sorry are you a more hot 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 weather girl or a cold weather oh my god hot 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 hot, 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 hot. way good 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 I was like, no, today I went outside this morning. I was like, oh my goodness, no, yeah. please, 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 like, please just make it hot. Please make yeah. it hot. Mad. And you're in Geneva like, now. Yeah, I'm in Geneva, but definitely okay. I'll be out of this Europe into a nice warm place. Please, you're welcome. Tanzania, Tanzania, Tanzania is, is open doors for you to come through. I don't know why you're, you're just like I just, I just playing with my feelings. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I guess the money is, I'm there. Like, you're, you're there. You're here. There. You're here. Yeah. You just need you just need your miles and here you're sorted. Look at you talking about miles. I can't afford miles. <laughs> you can. You can. This is the year of, of economic and the financial freedom and independence from the That's squad. So this is the squad goal. It's happening. We're manifesting it. We're manifesting. Uh. I remember Immaculata taught me something that I've been doing every day. And she, yeah. I think, I learned this from her last year. And yeah. she like, she says, yeah, whenever you wake up mm-hmm. and, you know, you just kind of, I don't know, pray or just kind of wish yourself a good day. Mm-hmm. She said, today I desire. And then she like writes down or says the things she desires. Ooh. So today I desire for yeah. me to be in 38 degrees Celsius. Oh. <laughs> today I desire. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> I, I wish those desires would have worked. Imagine. I hope. I hope they do. They do. Amen. They, they do. will. They, they will. will. Just every day. They, baby. Amen to that. And what? The last question. What is the best career advice you've been given? Uh, whew, best career advice I've been given. Yeah. I was gonna. I'm thinking about Nike. Just do it. Oh Just my God. It. Okay. <laughs> That would do. Because honestly, I don't have a career. Like I think I'm, I'm working towards one. That's for mm. sure. Mm. But I'm not. I'm not. I can't sit here and say I am a lawyer. Full stop. Or I am this. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Um. And so just trying out different things. Yeah. I think that's something like my mom is an advocate for. Just like if you really want to do something, apply for that position. You mm. know, put yourself out there. Reach out to people on the LinkedIn's. Mm-hmm. The, emails yeah. um yeah because honestly people people aren't that intimidating i believe i think mm. like even there's certain people i reached out to who you know i've admired for years and i've listened to their podcast mm-hmm. and i just send them an email being like yo hi this is my cv some i mean a lot don't respond some do and you know say nice things i'm like you know people mm-hmm. just be peopling right you know <laughs> um mm-hmm. So yeah, just try it out, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I think right now I'm in the position of trying to um, have a five-year plan. I really, I really loathed the mm-hmm. idea of five-year plans or yeah. ten-year plans. Okay. I really am not a person that thinks beyond next week, mm-hmm. and I've had to train myself. <laughs> I've had to train myself. To say, okay, yeah. I want to be here next year. How am I yeah. going to get? 
that's a good advice though do it and then you just like go with it yeah and exactly. see now i'm i'm i i like i think that i can be quite a control freak as well like i want to know what i'm doing this year next year but what i've seen is that things change so much like mm-hmm. factors just change so much and things don't play out so i feel like i i like the idea of long-term plan and like knowing what's going to happen but i've come to know that that's usually ends up being like let's see what you know i work on this for the next six months and that's about how it's going to evolve and then for the next you're going to see it's going to be determined on how the results of these next six months are going to be which which i think the more i kind of understand that the more chill i become but at the same time frustrated because i don't know i just like knowing <laughs> it's just every time you say like you don't become chill because honestly Sana, you are the embodiment of calm and tranquility for me and just you good do. vibes you so whenever, whenever you're stressed i'm like the world is a demon like why is the nice stress oh my but at the same time like Mm-hmm. low key put you on this pedestal but don't don't don't, don't bring it to your ego like, oh my god I, i'm going to record this just to enter into the files <laughs> and my google drive in case you say anything different i'll be playing affirmations 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 <laughs> in case you're like oh Sanae, oh my god what are you doing now and i'm like hmm. i feel like look at you <laughs> listen to yourself i'm going to but thank you i think of you as very calm as well oh, very you. calm and collected you're doing what you're doing putting your efforts in there and that is what i want to talk about um in a second but first run us through your academic background like your main academic journey so like let's say from middle school to university and any short courses that you may have taken nice cool um so middle school so i moved to belgium when i was 12 i was Mm -hmm. 12 and so i did like my igcse's there Okay. Um, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> it was yeah. I mean, I was fine. Like I, I really excelled in drama, so I used to do lambda. I was a real like theater kid. Nice. Um, and then like French, because yeah, I mean we're in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, math, like we had sets. Surprisingly, I was in a, like the top set, so that was a bit weird. <laughs> I thought, nah. Like I think. I think like the, I mean, at least the way I was raised mm-hmm. was very much be good at school and you'll get what you want. Like that's mm-hmm. really what it was. Mm-hmm. So even subjects I did not like, like physics mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or textiles, yeah, I would just, I would just do, do the bomb.com. I'd do yeah. the best and I'd kind of sleep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my mom tells me like, yeah, she was never really stressed with my academic in high school life which is nice it's nice to to know i didn't stress her <laughs> that's good i that's just in other ways <laughs> but, but, but it was like, curricular think, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> i think it was very like academically i uh, maybe me- mediocre sounds bad i guess but i was yeah i was just i was there you know like i wasn't the the smartest of them all mm-hmm. i mean I, we got awards here and there. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm downplaying myself. No, you'd usually myself. downplay yourself. So whatever this is, I usually add it to the factor of 50 <laughs> because I know you are downplaying big time. So whatever it is this was, you're thinking you're navigating is because it's not true. Just say, yeah. I was doing so damn well. I impressed my teachers, got awards. <laughs> Excuse me, my name is... I, I think it was, it was ups and downs. Like, I'm mm. not going to lie. There were downs. I was like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just mm. skating. I'm skating yeah. through. But yeah. hey, I made it. I did my GCSEs. Mm-hmm. And then I met you yeah. at AC. Yes. At college. Mm-hmm. You know, panacea mm. of Nobel Peace Prize winners and so, oh no but like That's a very the, the nice hippie dippy boarding school we went to you um, know yeah. i'm going to, is it a winner is it like a Nobel peace prize winner no 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 it was just nominated nominated yeah, yeah i need to add nominated. that to my cv people need to know yeah, that i went to school that was nominated for bloody Nobel peace prize you. they better put respect to my name nonsense <laughs> 
I'm putting that on my CV, you know? So you can take me under serious consideration. Like, just like, I went to a Nobel Peace Prize nominated school. Don't even put the name. Just you say know, exactly. <laughs> Call me for that interview if you want to find out. <laughs> you know, I help you loads. Okay, yeah. so that was the IB diploma. High school, yes, then IB. went to university. Then I went to university. Yeah, let's just skip over the IB. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, yeah, you, no. We were there together. <laughs> <laughs> so uni, I studied law. I was in the UK, went to Coventry University. And yeah, it was, I really enjoyed uni, the uni experience. Right. Um, in terms of uni, like we had 10 hours, 10 to 12 hours of lectures. So in-person mm. contact with the professors. So that left a lot of time to be in the library and mm. just do independent research mm-hmm. or work with other people. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that. It was a general law degree. So it covered contract law, the philosophy of law, human rights. So my, my favorite were <clears throat> my favorite courses were the ones I took in my final year. So that was mm. human rights law, um, international criminal law, and public international law. And then also one I took in my first year, which is okay. natural law slash, I mean, ju- jurisprudence, basically. Okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. So I really like those aspects of law, nice. hence why I hope to do my LLM in international human rights law. Okay, is that, is that what you are hoping to do this year, right? Okay, good. And do you know which part of the world that will be more or less or you want it to be? Yes, I'm just manifesting that it will be somewhere near the Hague. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Don't we so, all? Right. Yeah, yeah, don't we all? We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, the Netherlands is I fun. It is fun. It's a vibe. So yeah. I, don't, I mean, I've applied to my unis. I'm just waiting on responses. Whatever right. happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Good. Good for you. Good for you. And uh, what were your expectations? Well, anyway, what did you do after graduation? Sorry, that can go first. What did I do after graduation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was a research intern with one of the research um, groups or institutes within my university. Yeah. Um, So like international relations and we looked at preventing violent extremism right um, some parts of the world so that was cool so i did that straight after like a month after i finished my exams okay cool i did that for about three months Mm -hmm. then i worked with our friend louis and his family yeah until for about four months Mm -hmm. Um, and then 2021 so Mm -hmm. like around from March around March 2021, mm-hmm. I worked with an NGO here in Geneva. Yeah. Um, and then switched to a startup in Amsterdam. Okay. So I've been working remotely with that startup from Amsterdam. Yeah. So we've been working with rem- remotely with that startup from Amsterdam called yeah. OMEC. Yeah. Um, also worked with a um, social enterprise in the UK for, for a few months. Okay. So I've been, like, I did a lot of different projects. Yeah. Um, one because of interest, but also monies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and doing ad hoc things. So like I did, these are my main things I did. And then I also just find other ways. Of right. Making- Interesting. Nice. Oh, other ways. Pardon? You say the other ways of you, you are looking for other ways of making money. Yeah, like babysitting, like ah, anything. nice in <laughs> like, in Geneva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it was really tough because because yeah? I thought no, like just job searching. I mean, I'm still job searching now, to be honest. Right. Uh-huh. But I came out of uni being like, oh my gosh, I have some experience, and then I also have this experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after uni and yeah. it, the work I did then, mm-hmm. and then as I'm applying. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, all these internships need a master's. Right. Like all the internships I wanted to do. Some of them even unpaid. Like a lot of a lot of internships in Geneva are unpaid. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. Pathetic. But um yeah, yeah and I was, I was just like racking my brain, like, why do you need a master's for an internship? Some of them yeah. were asking for Oh wow. <laughs> I was like, what in the hell is so this world? You know, like I was just like, shouldn't if you if you have a master, shouldn't you have an, like an already entry level full time yeah. job? Yeah. Oh my god. Isn't so, that stressful though? Yeah. 
I mean, the market's quite saturated, I, I believe. Guess. And people are asking for just the weirdest of things. Yeah. So, like, yeah. a relationship with, like, yeah, two years experience. And yeah. You should have worked with the, the Secretary General of the UN. And, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, not exactly, <laughs> but just really yeah. odd. Yeah. So, I found out how I'm getting the, the, the jobs I wanted. Right. Um, but I'm so lucky to have been doing the work I am doing. Which so, I find very extremely super cool because you're actually helping African diaspora in Ukraine and mm-hmm. African descended. Could you speak a little bit more about that aspect of your work? So like your work, I understand, um, is a network of African diaspora who connects mm-hmm. on my OMEC. Yes, my OMEC. yes. Oh my yeah, um, M-Y-O-M-E-K um, dot com, right? Yes. I am very much in sync with what's happening in your, in, in your life. And um, yeah, basically you, you connect like African diaspora who can help each other, especially professionally and all that. And now you're currently working on this, um, the Ukrainian uh, crisis that is happening. You're helping African descended people to yeah. um, sort of know how to navigate. Could you help us um, understand that a bit more? on how you do it and who are you looking out for? That is so spot on. I'm not even going to like, there's nothing more to add. The description of it was just on point. Really? Thank you. Um, But yeah, as you heard everyone, Sanai just beautifully described the organization. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, as of the 1st of March, so after like the, the, the Russian invasion, Mm-hmm. of Ukraine happened so that was like what 24th of February mm-hmm. and then we started so about three four days later we started mm-hmm. hearing reports about uh, black and brown people mm-hmm. um, and students who are trying to flee Ukraine mm-hmm. being unable to because of racism <laughs> essentially yeah. um, so we started seeing like videos of people mm-hmm. um, like Coco mm-hmm. and Jessica Orakpo who was like said like um, pretty much uh, sending out footage of their if, if, like journey or fleeing of yeah. out of Ukraine. Yeah. Um, the racial attacks people have been faced. You know, pe- black people have been used as human shields. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's Jim Crow. There's some Jim Crow era type segregation going on when it came mm-hmm. to people boarding trains. So you mm-hmm. had white. I mean, you had you still have white people. First, they said, mm-hmm. and it's like at the Ukrainian border to Poland or the like Ukrainian border to Hungary, for example. Yeah. Um, if memory says, yeah, Hungary does border Ukraine. Anyways, yeah, yeah. specifically, this was surrounding the Ukrainian Polish border. Right. And, you know, so they had, they said, okay, white people first, you know, moms and their children, disabled people, yeah, all white, go first. Mm-hmm. Um, not white men, because, you know, between 18 and 16, they're, if they're Ukrainian, they're going to be fighting the war. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, the darker the skin color went, then the the end of the line you are. Wow, so yeah. black people were at the end of the line. Right. Um, black yeah. men were also pretty much being coerced into fighting in the war as well, mm-hmm. even though this is, it's not, not how yeah. we work. Yeah. You know, there's this BBC Africa video mm-hmm. interview with a Congolese man mm-hmm. who's just pretty much telling, you know, the world, you know, what he experienced um, yeah. How people want to, how he is, how you know Ukrainian officials saying he needs to fight in the war, trying mm-hmm. to take him in. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been footage of black people being tortured, um, yeah. not being able to have a safe haven under like the police officers because neo Nazis are chasing them. Mm-hmm. So it's horrific, yeah. you know, the things, the assaults, the sexual assaults, the torture, mm-hmm. the you know, all of it because of racism Mm. you know like Mm. purely this is like we don't want you Mm -hmm. to be you like you right now are other like we don't like you you're not human that's basically that's what they're saying about black people Mm -hmm. you're not human get the fuck out sorry sorry for my swearing but like (laughs) it's 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 really horrible and you you know i think because i was just reflecting i was like wow every every two years or so since i think since like moving to Belgium. So I was 12. I was like, every two years or so, I really 
like have this feeling like not this feeling but I always reflect and I'm like damn like this world's really anti-black like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the society we live in yeah. <laughs> is wild damn um, and so yeah so that is of the first of march omec the organization i work for we set up a town hall meeting basically for the omec team and the and members of the omec platform mm-hmm. just to ideate and discuss ways in which we can support our fellow african siblings who are trying to flee ukraine yeah and that kind of morphed into connecting with other african diaspora mm-hmm. organization and networks within europe and from around the world and now we have these daily meetings um just updating each other and talking about you know our next steps so we've had um supply drives happening in the netherlands mm-hmm. um because omic is based in amsterdam mm-hmm. so connected with a lot of the african diaspora networks there mm-hmm. um we, we, you know, we've collaborated with organizations that are setting up the logistics of evacuating people out of Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also trying to organize safe hubs or spaces for Black people, Black and Brown people within mm-hmm. um, Hungary, Slovakia, Poland. Nice. Nice. Um, so yeah, so I'm based in Geneva, so I haven't been doing any of the groundwork. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully I will be able to do some in Switzerland as okay. um, the laws are the refugee laws are changing yeah um and seem to be receptive is an exaggeration yeah yeah i guess more accommodating to black and brown okay. refugees in ukraine um, so I've, yeah i've just been doing a lot of admin and i guess logistical work from from this side oh but that's good and that's so cool what you're doing and how can people like get involved to support this because i can imagine there's a lot of like funding being involved probably mm-hmm. like groundwards and and all that like how can people get involved before i state like before so i'm going to answer your question but i've had some people ask me oh why are you doing this you know there's Mm. the unhcr there's the icrc there's there's all of these international and and established um and deemed credible organizations that are giving humanitarian aid and relief on the ground Mm -hmm. we know that Mm -hmm. (laughs) if if we knew that they're doing that and they're also, you know, taking care of minorities, so black yeah. and brown people and queer people, yeah. um, and protecting them, then we wouldn't be doing this work. Mm-hmm. So it really, it really ticks me off when people yeah. say, "Oh, like, no, like I don't." We don't yeah. wake up in the morning and say, "Yeah, we're just gonna mess things up." And yeah. Fight you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there is racism happening that's mm-hmm. not a lie that's not yeah. a fact and mm-hmm. that's why we have a lot of black-led um grassroots organizations right. who are trying to do the work yeah. that unfortunately mm-hmm. certain organizations that should be doing the work aren't doing yeah okay or being blind um, to yeah. yeah being blind yeah. to being malicious towards like i don't know what their mo is mm. but you know, that's, I mean, it's, I find it beautiful that we've all, you know, all of um, these black flight organizations have come together, but at the 100%. same time, we are grassroots. We don't yeah. have the fundings mm-hmm. like other organizations have. Yeah. So we've had, you know, all of these um, PayPal and GoFundMes, mm-hmm. you know, going around yeah. and it is, it's been difficult, you know, mm-hmm. getting donate money donated towards us you know right. for obvious racialized reasons right um, no matter how much we really outline how this money is going to be used because no one's getting money from this like this is mm-hmm. not going into a paycheck we're purely we're all pure volunteers yeah um so so yeah so you know we have our gofundme and our paypal accounts i'll share those with you yes please um, so share them around right uh, so these are like uh, the accounts of OMAC and then also the organizations we've been collaborating with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, the funds we do gather are mainly used for transportation, mm-hmm. the transportation of essential um, of donated goods that have been collected over the past few weeks or days, mm-hmm. transport them to um, the people that need it and who are at the borders or in settling in certain countries. Um, it's also to cover, I guess, basic costs for um, refugees who have just entered the yeah. country. So, like basic costs like food, mm-hmm. you know, menstrual, um, uh, menstrual pads, uh, you know, yes, um, diapers, 
yeah, yeah. milk, you know, those type of basic goods. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that we also collaborated with um, one of the organizations we're collaborating with. They're called mm-hmm. Sona. Okay. Sonar. Mm-hmm. And as of this week, they managed to um get an a, like what's what, what's the right word they basically managed to um be in agreement with airbnb yeah. that they were going to um, they're going to supply or organize accommodation for um, people of color who have just fled ukraine mm-hmm. um in major cities so like okay. it could be Warsaw, it could be bratislava yeah. it could be uh, berlin amsterdam like yeah. wherever the these temporary protective measures i guess are a bit uh, easier to navigate. Right, That's right. where you know Sonar um, and and Airbnb have uh-huh. come into an agreement. And so this will be supplied for about fourteen days. So it's mm-hmm. short term, but it also yeah. gives people time to kind of just you know breathe a little bit and kind of yeah. have the next. Yeah. Damn. So that's really nice. um, yeah. I know a lot of people are doing the work, and I, I feel very grateful to be a part of it. That's good. I think at the same time, you know, there there are times within the day where I'm just like, damn, like we live in hell. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like I don't. If there's a hell hotter than this one, I don't want it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is it. It feels like this is the end, the destination, the hell destination. At times, yeah. oh god! And I That's, think yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just wild what's, yeah. what's happening because, like, you know, obviously for right reasons, people mm. are mentioning. Look, you see, mm-hmm. you see what's happening with this European war. Can mm-hmm. we just also reflect on the other wars that are continuing to happen? Right. And, you know, the U.S., the U.K.'s, mm-hmm. France's imperialism mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. to. I'm still conquering essentially you know people yeah. just be dropping bombs in Yemen, somalia blah blah and mm-hmm. you know not giving it the same importance or yeah. value as what's yeah. happening in europe and it, it, the, the two are not mutually exclusive you can talk yeah. about both of all the wars that are happening right. whichever one you talk about right here and right now right. You, know, you can talk about you yeah. know the apostolic states you know yeah. is in israel and palestine you can talk about that yeah. at the same time also be in solidarity with yeah. other people so, yeah 100 yeah no it is a moment of reflection eh? it is a moment of reflection on how like importance we put just because of its proximity to like the western world i feel and you know that's why we are all like going third third world war this third world war that but like there's so many more other like big 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 huge conflicts where you have like astronomical numbers of people dying every single day but you know the importance is you know almost usually like you're almost used to hearing that these things are happening but we're not giving it the same value and you even hear like discrimination even now political figures you know the way they receive ukrainian refugees and the rest of the world yeah go on people (laughs) and i always say this i'm like i don't know why we normalize the suffering of black and brown people yeah yeah like i I mean, I'm still yet to be desensitized to it. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, like every time, just like poof, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and and I do, I don't. You do think like I mean, obviously, we saw the mainstream media reports. We saw BBC, mm-hmm. Al Jazeera, mm-hmm. CNN, Sky News. Mm-hmm. You know, basically just saying, "Oh my gosh, these refugees look like us." Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> like all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. And you know, at the end of the day, we we are all human. Like genuinely, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. are all living people, yeah. interconnected. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. new world order, globalization, what what whatever was proposed in 1991. Like mm-hmm. this is this is what liberals, um, and you know, kind of purported to the world. Right. Obviously, it's not being implemented obviously you know the people who are favored more than others like we cannot ignore the injustices and inequalities within the world right but at the same time we need to put them at the forefront mm-hmm. and if you want to be racist okay be racist but don't don't like cover it up with some mm-hmm. weird diplomatic language mm-hmm. like be racist mm-hmm. by yourself yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. just so we know what's up yeah know? yeah you know so, it's so, yeah, I'll be calling out racist every day. Like I will tell you, you're racist. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
stop it yeah call them out i think i think we should normalize calling it out i feel especially for me as well like a lot of times you know you just kind of accommodate these conversations that came to realize later that are actually very demeaning and very very you know you know they've got undertones of discrimination undertones of this and that and like you know they come from a deeper issue like if things such things as say oh like you know such i don't know like inappropriate jokes like there's a friend or once upon a time someone who was in a circle would say oh they were like someone someone else was looking for their item and it was like um oh yeah maybe we should ask the africans such a mm. remark like in that situation was like hmm like at the time you're just like you know what it's not you know it's not a big deal they say what they say you know you can pass it pass it but this is a person who would say other things as well and have these um you know undertones every single time and i feel like it's important to call it out and i think i became even more um sensitive towards these issues after george floyd and that was like the moment where i was like you know what this is an existent situation and like turning and being oblivious to these undertones and you know tone policing and profile racial profiling you know is just you know you're just contributing to the problem because now they see that it's the normal and then when you act they're like all oh, these people are being extra so i feel like yeah as as you say we should call it out because there's a lot of yeah. rottenness that's wild yeah i also remember like i don't know i think maybe we, we spoke about it last week or something yeah but there are some i, I think there like what 17000 mm-hmm. ukrainians who are, who are who are who are um what's the word holidaying in zanzibar okay and the tanzanian government yeah. just took care of them mm-hmm. are taking care of them i think I, yeah, I think they, yeah they take a lot of good care of them mm-hmm. and i don't know why this is not getting media attention just to show the contrast right <laughs> yeah oh my <laughs> god Tanzanian students who are in Ukraine and you wanted to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, Ukrainian officials were like, yo, we're going to use you as human shields. We don't care about you. And then Tanzania were beautifully welcoming Karibui. Yeah. Caribouing, <laughs> yeah, and I think they also had like a reduced price, and uh, some some hotels like had like it says uh, like particular percentage reduced for Ukrainian um, clients and all that. So I feel I yeah I feel like it's usually the reverse and like yeah it shouldn't be that way and we should definitely call it out. Damn! Uh, so that is what you're doing and you'll give us the website where people can contribute and get more informed and share with their folks who are probably in Ukraine. I have a link as well that you shared with me to share with people who are in um, Ukraine or might know people who are in Ukraine um, of African descent. Love that. Um, that, you know, people are, people are actually, you know, taken care of. Like, I like the idea that they will have some place to like run towards. And uh, yeah, uh, what is the professional future looking like for Tenji? Hey, professionally, Tenji just wants to be a hot intellectual babe. Hey, you know hello. Don't <laughs> hear me loud. Fun and reading books. Oh my no, God. I don't. Yes, yes. We <laughs> You know, driving it. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, career-wise, honestly, um yeah i mean i think this time last year i was very much um set like my mind was set in working for un type slash un adjacent organization okay um that is definitely changing a bit mm-hmm. um you know like considering the work i've been doing i'd, I'd say for the past eight months now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i'm very much rooted in community mm. engagement organization mm. particularly for people of color right um or minoritized people so you know people of color i mean queer people queer people of color you know so it's it's very much the work um like how i see my career unfolding mm-hmm. um i don't i don't know what that looks like in terms of a, a job title or in terms mm-hmm. of an organization i mean yeah. i don't know like there's no certain honestly like my dream the dream organizations i'm working for Mm-hmm. Other organizations and the dream organizations I want to work for are actually the organizations I'm currently working for. So I, I, I feel blessed. That's good. <laughs> I, that's good. I feel that's very blessed. Good. I think my 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 near future dream is to yeah. to reach 
like just move out you know not worry about money yeah uh, like have enough to just live live mm-hmm. the live colorful life right what is that in flowers flowers how does that on your yeah. Instagram? Yeah. The, something with flowers. Oh, flowers and speakers. You know, yes, Immaculate curated that for me. Immaculate oh, curated Oh, yeah, yeah. that's so, fun. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's, that's a beautiful professional future. And I don't think that we should be stuck on like necessarily having a title. I think having the idea of where you want to work for and then be open-minded because things change so fast. And mm. these days things are very much intertwined in different things. So I like that answer very very good um answer and last but not least wait actually before that so do you think um i guess you partially answered to this but like do you think now you have or you are on your way of um achieving your ikigai um that is like i love (laughs) right (laughs) something that you love something you can get paid for and your impact in the world yeah i honestly i love this concept i i really don't think i'm anywhere near achieving (laughs) right it's like guy and then Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Right. I'm still at the bottom. Like to be self-actualized, yeah. I don't think I'll be alive for that. Yeah. <laughs> I think right. But um, yeah. I mean, yes. So I think uh, I guess I just I, I'm, I'm trying to remember the I guess the circles within Ikigai. Mm-hmm. So like there's purpose, there's mm-hmm. what job, there's yeah so i don't know for me all in one is perfect like you know if they all intersect Mm -hmm. um and by by intersect i mean i'm doing what i love with people that i love i'm Mm -hmm. getting money do what i love with the people i love and live where i love yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) love is the root of everything right (laughs) Um, oh my god no okay not okay not in a non-sarcastic way i I truly believe that like i really do I really do think love is is pretty much the center. Of I agree. Thing. I agree. Often good. What you love, who you love, where you love to be. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like life. I don't think life. Like although there's this Buddhist mantra that life is suffering, mm-hmm. and it, I'm still coming to terms with that. Like yes, life. <laughs> there's some sufferings in life. They're crazy. But, yeah. Nah, life life should just be vibes you know <laughs> vibes. vibes on vibes none of us wanted to be on this earth we did not manifest being on this mm-hmm. earth but alas here we are yeah yeah and, you know let's just have a good time let's just let's, care you know, I like things, but it's, you shouldn't wake up every day with anxiety because there'll really, be times yeah. where my heart yeah. is just i'm like this is not yeah. okay yeah like, why yeah. am i waking up opening google calendar nope. yeah oh my god yeah wash <laughs> my teeth like yes. you know just, you know 20 it's all it's all a concept it's all yes. a construct Mm, I agree. I agree. Make it what you want. Oh my god! It's all a concept, not a construct. Mm, we'll take. We'll take that. Not a con. Not a concept. What if it's not? A, it's all a concept. What? I think this is the point. This is the point where if you're not in your professional mode, Miss Sanai, you'd be like, Tenji, you're talking out of your ass. I'm taking it. It's, it's, it's the quote. It's the leading quote for this. It's, it's all a concept, not, not a construct. And then people can make of it what they will. Yeah, I like I like these very abstract philo- like quote unquote philosophical phrases. Right. Yeah, me too. You know, like some stoic phrases that I read here that I'm like, I really don't know what you're saying, Mark yeah. Aurelius, Marcus yeah. Aurelius, whatever you are. Yeah. But yeah. I get you. I get you. I, I get <laughs> you. I cannot explain, but I get you. Wow, when when um what's his name? Not Mahatma Gandhi, the the Buddhist, the one who who's in Tibet. Who oh Tibet. yeah, uh, Dalai Lama. Yeah, when the Dalai Lama says things, like I watch I watch his his interviews and they yeah. where he answers questions, and I'm like, I'm not there. Like, but yeah. if <laughs> the yeah. way I'm so far from enlightenment, it's yeah. it's it's ridiculous. I'm just like, I don't know what you're saying, What's but just, I feel. But I feel you. I, I can connect with you <laughs> in some way. I, I, 
I don't have that kind of zen because yeah. I will fight people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. <laughs> damn, I I agree. I agree. I feel like there's such deep, profound things, and sometimes I'm like, I just want to carry myself, like I carry them with me, like all the way through. And I write them mm. down and then I forget to reread them, but I should probably go back to them because they're just beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> like Everything a quote. Remember in AC, I don't know if, if Sunday had it, but in Gwyneth, we had a quote, a quote jar, a quote yeah. box. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, to be fair, they're very funny and ridiculous quotes. Really? And then you yeah. wrinkles of philosophy and, you right. know profoundness in there mm-hmm. so maybe we should start that up like a virtual we should. we should yeah we should make that a thing i agree i agree i think there's a lot of wisdom out 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 here and i think we do love we do i mean i want to know more about like modern philosophers who like help us mm-hmm. think about what is happening at the moment like we appreciate you know a bit of like you know the old thinkers like those that the hobbs and and all those and i think recent times more like the full cause like you know but we still don't have like like 21st century yeah. thinkers who are more inclusive. Oh, let me let me tell you, let me put you on some thinkers that yeah. I personally can you please? I'm looking for them. So, mm-hmm. There's this there's this podcast, it's now discontinued, but oh. it's called Bobo and Flex. No, I mean they're like there are about a hundred episodes. Like you oh, can okay, catch up. Okay, Bobo and Flex. Um, Bobo and Flex. Um, I believe. It's Bobo Matija or Bobo Matilja. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm pretty, maybe I'm butchering her last name, but she's South African. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a great philosopher for our times. I believe she's in her 20s. Oh. She's, you know, like when, when I hear about her story, I feel like, like I resonate with it because I think yeah. we've lived similar yeah, paths yeah. in a sense. Like she also was lived in Belgium. She's right. Southern African. I yeah. think like went through, the, I guess, the same uh, journeys of like following your you know diplomat slash professional parents around right. the world yeah um and she's just fun like just listening to her is fun nice um, i'm gonna listen to this okay. and then there's also flex her name's flex mommy on instagram Ooh. yeah um, a philosopher i think people should should be in tune to wow. um, flex mom with a u or an o oh uh flex so m-a-m-i flex mommy Ah, money. Yeah, man, like M M A M I. Okay, okay, got money. it. Money, money, money. <laughs> Good. Uh, I like that. I have it here. And then I've been hearing about this atomic habits guy. Atomic habits. Yeah, there's a there's a person. There's another person. There's a book called Atomic Habits. I haven't re- I haven't fully read it. I've read okay. um passages of the book, mm-hmm. and he's like. He's hella productivity. I think that's his genre. Like, okay. like productivity. Yeah. I forgot his name. James something. James Clear. I think his uh-huh. name's James Clear. James and he has a book called Atomic Habits, which is like best selling in the self help section. Like, like that. Like that. Oh, I'm gonna check this out. I forgot the one. I, I got another recommendation, which I thought was really interesting, but I forgot his name. I think he's from I don't know where the hell he's from. But yeah, he's uh, he's apparently he's a very interesting thinker on like especially political issues. Um, if you're interested, I'll sh- I can share with you. Um, yeah, please share. Also share with the podcast. Share with I the will. Listeners. Next episode. Yeah. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> next episode. No. Yeah. I know you have to get to work at some point soon, probably. Don't yeah. you? Yeah, okay. But like last, last, last thing. What professional or like advice, not professional advice, but like what advice do you have for people who are just graduating from school who have ju- or who have just graduated from school, um, getting into the real world? Like what would be your advice for them? Oh my gosh. Explore, explore, mm-hmm. explore, explore. Yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, yeah. um, considering just how accessible things are, how accessible information is. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, honestly, I would say, one, be a critical thinker. So really, and by that, I really mean question everything you believe in mm-hmm. and, and, you know, um, think about, in a sense, or, like, opinions mm-hmm. you have. Like, question why you think this way. Question why you believe this and that. Question why this is the career path you want to go on. And as long as you, you know, write down your answers, um, reflect upon them, and and do the things that need to be done. Because I think 
the beauty of anything in life is to be self-aware mm-hmm. and introspective and reflect reflexive or reflective yeah. because I think like I also do this sometimes I, I be, I'm doing things mm-hmm. and I don't know what the impact of it will be like mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about tedious things like admin like obviously there are things one has to do to that that in that um get them to where they want to be yeah but I remember just being in certain jobs just saying why am I here like really why am I here because it's not money that's (laughs) (laughs) like I'm not I'm not getting a hundred k so like why am I here um so really like really identify I think yeah identify your ikigai okay identify your ikigai and and you know move forward yeah nice i like that i believe in exploring and i feel like we're just talking about uh we were just talking about this yesterday how sometimes like you know especially like we say the society but black parents are very fixated on a traditional idea of how the setup is supposed to work you graduate you get a job Ah, you you know (laughs) lawyer doctor accountant everything else is like so what really are you going to do and like you don't really have that space to explore especially something that you feel very passionate about so um yeah it's important to be like courageous to do your thing yeah yeah and i i I think i also have to highlight like this is this is from a from a a point of privilege like not everyone has the the resources nor the time yeah nor the space to just explore like you cannot like you know there are people who can just explore and be like i'm just going to go to peru to dj (laughs) You know. <laughs> but there are people who can't, people who just have to grind away because yeah. of where they are in, in life, you yeah. know, in this world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are a lot of unpaid internships, which I think mm-hmm. is disgusting. I yeah. don't know why unpaid internships within the UN and all these organizations exist. Yeah. Um, so that's something I'm just like, look, <laughs> the system's corrupt. Meritocracy only goes so far. Yeah. make connections yeah. you know as much as sometimes like i cringe at saying that make connections yeah. just just really and i don't mean like network in the sense that i think people cringe to the word network yeah. or networking yeah. but just think of it as friends like i'm i'm an extrovert i love people i love going out i know there are people who don't like that and mm-hmm. shy away from this mm-hmm. but if you can just like you know what whatever i guess makes yourself noticeable in mm-hmm. this space and time especially with you know social media and technology right. if you're a great writer write your blog send them mm-hmm. out give yeah. them to the extroverts like me who will hype you up on the <laughs> instant facebooks and you know make sure your voice is heard and listened to or mm-hmm. if you you know music you know musicians do what musicians do like you know i i really think yeah just put yourself out there within your own capacity as yeah. well yeah um because it is important to have like people back you up right in whatever in whatever like shape or form that looks like that's true and coming out of your shell like more and more that's good i like that i agree we'll take that and hopefully we'll see more of you i'm a piano djing because you'll be putting yourself out here you know you'll be making you'll be putting yourself out here so I'm definitely looking forward to that and yeah, for you. And there was the uh, you were going to have a TV show somewhere. Oh, <laughs> so my, actually, I think my phone is ringing. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna you have, have a phone. You don't have a phone because I cannot reach you. Oh, my- <laughs> so you don't have your phone. <laughs> That's true. I do not have a smartphone. Yeah. I there is there is a, I have a Nokia brick though, so oh. it can be ringing. Yeah, I got myself a Nokia brick. Yeah, but mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, it can be ideally, but it's not. Yeah, it be. When are we yeah, if it on was television? Like, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna have a TV show. <laughs> You're gonna have a show of some sort, and I was uh, so excited about that. No, no, no. Yes, I. I remember this. Yes, I yeah. remember this was going to happen. But so, do you need us to play yeah. like to to like sign a petition to get you back on TV? Uh, get your proposal through <laughs> what do you want us you know to do what? if if people want to see me on tv yeah don't tempt us. maybe i can i can talk to some rich people who give me money oh, <laughs> i'm i'm going to put this up um it's- i'll have a go fund me just for rich people just okay. for rich people 
they have money. Um, okay. so, <laughs> I'm sure I'm not there and I feel insulted, but <laughs> I, I, I feel insulted that I'm not that I'm not in that GoFundMe page. No, because I no, I think like no, it's not because I'm like, oh, you're not rich, you can't do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying the money should just be distributed. Right. Yeah. I believe in no, that income distribution. And, and enjoy. Yeah. yeah, enjoy the free content that I potentially yeah. can provide. So That's if we I sign a petition um, to get you on there, you're going to come through. Like if we give enough demand for us wanting to see you on our screens, then yeah. we're going to make it happen. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like I'm not even joking about this one because also like you with your YouTube show or your Instagram show that we've yeah. been following this year, yeah. I'm just yeah. like, wow. Sanai is doing the things. And I, I kind of want to follow in your footsteps. You should. Oh my God. I think <laughs> you'll be so cool because your personality is just very that. I cannot even describe it. I think you should do it. And I recorded, I probably need to edit those and upload those soon. But yeah, I think, I think coming back to you with uh, what you said as well, putting yourself out there, I want to see more of you and this show for sure. I'm going to go, I'm going to post this. Me and I, I want, people, we want to see you on our screen. I'm gonna like, what's the word? Democratize the show in a way. Like, I just want people, like, yeah. just to like come up with things. You know, just be like, this is the show's name. These yeah. are the topics. This is okay. like, I wanna- oh, that would be nice. Like, that would like, be nice. Now we can arrange. That we can arrange because I feel like I'm just gonna write a lot of things as well, like to of what I want to see. I would like see. I, I want a lot of things as well. I don't know. Like, I, I think, I think, I think it's something we can do for sure. And I think there'll be demand for it. And I'm sure you're going to be able to communicate and connect with so many people who would identify with your style. Cause I think it's like re- literally like the coolest. So I am looking forward to more of Tenji in every way and form. And I was so happy to have you on this podcast today. Very special. And thank you for making the time. Thank you so much, Mama Sanai. I, I love you. I love you more. I love you too. Yeah. Like same back at you. Like if you wanna, if you want us to do to raise money for your show and your, for your creative endeavors, yeah. Come on, let's do it. Oh my god! I'm actually, I'm gonna take you that on, on that. Because you're doing things. That's the thing. You're actually doing things, and I think like to get more things done, people yeah. need money. Sadly, yes. <laughs> so yes. yeah, really like. I'm serious, you know. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. The thing is, like, I was recording with a camera because a friend had cameras, and then I moved from the countryside to here, and, like, I was trying to figure out, like, the equipment and stuff, and I couldn't have the same equipment. So, but I I just borrowed it from somewhere, and I've gotten, like, a few episodes. So I think I'm going to finish this first season of what I was doing for Instagram, and then maybe we can have more talks about this on how, like... (laughs) we can do for the next one because i definitely think that there's a lot of issues we can talk about is african youth is yeah this one was tanzanian youth but next one maybe african youth or like global youth there's just a lot to like put on the yeah, table next thing i want to see dambisa moyo on your show oh imagine imagine that stop like you're, you're giving me hype i love that girl like i love her thing i'm manifesting it for you it shall happen amen calling you next thing will be the co-author to dead age part three you know <laughs> the savage returns i think i would love that <laughs> i would love that 100 oh i'd love that so much oh and maybe we can have like dr you know my my fave dr oh, oh, you know herself. i was just like also yeah Oh, sorry. Okay, I know we have to work, but yeah. I, I'm going to send you the link. And maybe you can, I don't know. I don't know how you, you, you want to organize the podcast. But yesterday mm-hmm. I was watching, you know, Mia Motley, the Prime Minister of Barbados? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. He gave a presidential lecture at the WTO yesterday. And <gasps> no. Nah. It was golden. Nah. I think I'm going to on my LinkedIn because I think everyone needs to watch this. Oh, my it's God. A- Please do send it. Do send it because I listened to her cop um speech. I was like, yeah. goosebumps, leave me alone. Who is this lady? Oh no, I want I wanna I wanna hear that. I wanna hear that. 
I'm excited. Now, I feel like, yeah, we should have these, you know, African Caribbean, African descendant inspired content and like, yeah, I feel like we should popularize it because it's like, so inspiring. It's so <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I was just saying, just ban the monarchy, like <laughs> ban oligarchs, ban oh the capitalist systems, oh Asian, you know, just just really embrace all these anti-oppressionists. I like systems. that. I like the idea. I like the um, idea. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a revolutionary. That's that's for sure. I, I know my I know my steps. I know where I stand. <laughs> so <laughs> those who can do it, please do it. We'll support you. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll keep you in the loop, and we should definitely have more chats after this. Yes. On, oh my gosh, on a lot sure. of things, and hopefully, we'll be able to feature you in like more podcasts in the future. So I'd be more than happy. No. I mean, anything for you, Sunai. Honestly, thank I love you. you. Bless you. I feel so refreshed talking to you. Thank you so much for coming. For now, we're going to say bye to the listeners. But until next time, thank you very much for tuning in and tune in again next week, where we'll give you another host and other issues pertaining to life after graduation, professional life, figuring out where we stand and where we're going and the whole thing. So thank you so much. It's your host, Sanai Kiyunsi, and our co-host for today, <laughs> okay, Tenjiwe Phillips, uh, the one and only DJ Tenjigabyte, uh, uh, you know, the lawyer, <laughs> the lawyer herself. Thank you so much, Tinge. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being with you. And bye, everyone.